Good day, everybody. Good day. Hopefully, I'll get this music fading in and out kind of thing going well here, so it gives it a little more flavor, a little more flair to the podcast. Welcome to the Nicolas Cage Movie Marathon. For those of you who haven't listened yet, I'm going on a Nicolas Cage Movie Marathon, and I'm watching every single Nicolas Cage movie starting at the top of the IMDb list of his resume meaning the most recent movies that he's made, all the way down to the very first ones, okay, way back in the 80s. So, it's going to be quite a ride, it's going to be a wild ride, it's going to take a while to get through all of these, and as of now, I have gotten through about 17 of the movies, and some of them have been actually pretty good. So, I know some of you out there are thinking, oh, all he does is terrible movies now. But that is not the case. He does really... Some of them are terrible, I'm not going to lie. A a few of them, but most of them are pretty good. Most of them I rate, you know, a 7 or above, or at least a a 6.5 or above on most of them. So when I get through about 10 at a time, I usually post my my rankings for those, that set of 10, and I'll put it on Twitter. So follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. It's at TimStewart3000 at TimStewart3000. So go follow me on Twitter. And I hope you really enjoy these. If you haven't hit follow on the podcast, this is uh, you're probably finding this on Spotify right now. Hit the follow button. Okay, um, hit the follow button because that way you'll get a notification every time there's a new episode. And make sure your notifications are turned on. Now, I don't, I don't know if you're like me. I don't like a, a ton of notifications on my phone all the time. But you can actually just make your badges your notifications. That's what I do. I just have badges. I don't do the alerts and all of this other stuff. I just like the badges. So when I open up my phone, I see the little red dot that says I have four notifications or ten notifications on Twitter. And that's a nice quiet way to keep your notifications going. Go into the Spotify settings. Make sure you enable notifications for new episodes. So follow, enable notifications. If you haven't done that yet, pause, go do that, and then come back. Okay, so today, uh, if you listened to episode one, it was all about the movie Pig. That was a pretty fun time. I saw the movie Pig twice, once drunk, or I would say heavily buzzed. (laughs) Once heavily buzzed and once sober. So I talked about those reactions. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen. It's fun. In my heavily buzzed state, I almost spilled a very large soda all over the gallery of the movie theater at the concession stand and I'm so glad that I didn't do that because I'm haunted by the fact that uh, you know maybe I might have gotten in trouble for that um I was lugging my electric scooter around with me I had my backpack and you know just trying to support the movies anyway you can see you can listen to that on episode one okay today I'm gonna start that first set of ten movies that I saw and I do apologize because I have seen 17 movies now so once I get caught up, I'll, uh, I will start to do these movies more in real time as I'm watching them. Uh, right now, I'm kind of doing a review because I've seen 17 of them. So I'm going to go through and talk about the movies that I've seen so far, okay? And, and then once again, and I mentioned this in the last episode, I've seen 17 Nicolas Cage movies, and I'm only in the year 2017, okay? So in a four-year span, we're talking 17 movies, <laughs> It just shows you how many movies this guy does, okay? And we all know the rumors, oh yeah, he had bad real estate investments and he had to go to work 
because uh, he had to go work really hard because he had to make money or whatever the story is. I don't know exactly what it was. There's probably something like that to happen. But then again, that was in the mid-2000s. So he probably, in fact, I know he does not, there's not like something that says he has to do four or five movies a year. Nicolas Cage is doing four or five movies a year simply the fact that he loves to do movies. How else can you explain it? Why else would he want to do so many movies? He likes to be on set and he likes to work at his craft, okay? And so in the last one, Pig, I mean, it was really great. Go back and watch the movie. Go back and listen to my reaction if you want. That was a great movie. His performance was amazing. Today, I'm going through the first set of 10 that I watched. And when I started this, Pig wasn't released yet. So Willy's Wonderland was the most recent. And that's kind of what I do. I go down the list, but when a new one comes out, like Prisoners of the Ghost Land is coming out in September to theaters which looks wild and crazy. I think Nicolas Cage says it's the wildest movie he's ever done. Looking forward to that one. It's probably going to be up there with Mandy, The Colors Out of Space, you know, some of these other wild and wacky and crazy movies that he's done. So I'm looking forward to that. But the first 10 that I watched started from Willy's Wonderland, and I went down from there. And most all of these were already available free on a streaming app. Uh, I think maybe one of them I had to rent. I can't remember which one. But let me get started. I'm going to start at number 10 on my ratings. I rate, I rank them as I go along. And then uh, I'm going to start at number 10. We might get through three or four of them. I'm going to talk about the movies, my reactions to them. It's been a couple months since I've seen some of these, so I don't necessarily remember his character or the character's names. So I'll probably just say Nicolas Cage or Nick Cage when I'm referring to his actual character in the movie. I don't mean that as an insult, Mr. Cage, if you're listening. I just can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, so you're just going to be Nicolas Cage on some of these. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. The first one, and number 10, which means the lowest ranking, was Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, now this was really a surprise. I mean, I was just, I saw Nicolas Cage's face on the movie poster on Netflix. I was like, wow, what's this Jiu-Jitsu all about? And I don't even want to tell you what the reviews were like on IMDb okay I, I gotta tell you I usually rate movies higher so if an IMDb rating and this is for most movies like if an IMDb an IMDb consensus all the fans you know rate the movie what they thought of it if it comes out as like a four or five stars I'm usually in the six to eight or six to seven range if it comes out five or six I'm usually in the seven to eight range it just kind of I think I just really appreciate movies and art, so I'm usually rating them higher, I think, than the consensus. So that's just a natural thing. So I started Jiu-Jitsu, and I gotta tell you, it was kind of a strange movie, okay? Um, I, I started watching it, uh, there was some military stuff going on, it was supposedly based in Thailand, I think. I think it was supposed to be set in Thailand, but it really looked a lot more like New Mexico, <laughs> okay? Like the landscape and everything. Maybe they did it somewhere in California. I grew up in West Texas, born and raised. I mean, obviously it's been a long time since I, I live in Seattle, guys, but when I was younger, growing up in West Texas, went to New Mexico a lot. Everything in that movie just looked like New Mexico, but it was set in Thailand, okay? So that was the first part that was a little off about jujitsu. Okay, and there were some military things going on, and then um, 
there was a lot of martial arts fighting, okay? Obviously, the art of jujitsu. I don't really know all the different types of martial arts, so please excuse me. Um, you know, I know of, I, I know the names like karate, jujitsu, and I don't know the difference. So, but I got to thinking about it. I, I was like, somebody who's into martial arts might have really liked this movie because there was a lot of martial arts going going on, people beating each other up, a lot of slow motion stuff. So I still haven't seen the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League, but everybody says there was a lot of slow motion. I think it was kind of like that, okay? There was a lot of slow motion fighting. Um, there was a lot of martial arts going on. And I was about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes into the movie, and it's not a very long movie, guys. It's maybe an hour and a half, if I remember correctly. I was about 30 or 40 minutes into the movie, and I still hadn't seen Nicolas Cage. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm not going to watch this. I mean, this movie was pretty bad, so I'm not going to watch it if Nicolas Cage isn't even going to be in it. Or maybe maybe it's kind of one of those deals where he's he's got his face on the movie cover, you know, so everybody will go watch it. But maybe he's only in the movie for like a couple of minutes, like a cameo, you know, or something like that. Like, that happened. I was getting really Kevin Costner vibes with this, guys, because... I remember a long time ago as a kid, went to the mo went to the movie rental store, the video rental store with my, my dad, and there was this great Kevin Costner movie where, you know, Kevin Costner, well, I, I'm sorry, there was a Kevin Costner movie, I wouldn't say it was a great movie, it was a, it was a movie with Kevin Costner in the movie, but on the cover of the video, it was Kevin Costner, like a big picture of him, like he's the main character, you know, it's like his his picture, you know, and, and it's about baseball, you know, so of course Kevin Costner in baseball movies, you know, he was in Bull Durham, he was in Field of Dreams, so you see this at the video store, and I was a, I was crazy about baseball as a kid, I was like, oh, I gotta see this, Kevin Costner's in it, let's get it, so we rent the movie, we watch it, it was a terrible movie, and a very young Kevin Costner was in the movie for about five or ten seconds, okay? So that's how we got cheated on that movie, right? I mean, I wouldn't even call it a cameo because he wasn't even famous yet when that movie <laughs> when that movie was made. So, But they, the advertisers and the movie cover and everything for the video store, that's what they did. So we wasted our money on that because we got tricked. And I started to think that's what was happening with jujitsu, okay? But then he did finally show up in the movie. He was some kind of hermit guy living in a cave. He did a few martial arts moves with somebody who, I mean, honestly, could have really kicked his ass. I mean, some some other people in the movie. There were a couple. I think there was one famous martial arts guy in the movie, and I can't even remember his name right now. People who like martial arts are gonna hate me for that. But he was in the movie. Actually, I could look it up here. I'll look it up as we go along. But long story short. There was kind of a predator type of situation with a monster in the woods, more slow motion fighting, and then there was some kind of temple where somebody had to make some kind of sacrifice and they were able to save the world, okay? So that's pretty much what jujitsu was all about. And I think, you know, really the way that I, really the way that I see uh, this movie happening, this is the way I envision it. I envision you know, here's Nicolas Cage, and he is in California probably a lot of times. Tony Jaa is the is the kung fu or the 
the Tony Jaw, Tony J A A, Tony Jaw. He's the one that's kind of famous martial arts guy. He he was in this movie. But here's what I think probably happened. So Nicolas Cage is probably spending a lot of time in California. If I had to imagine, like most actors and people in movie the movie making industry, and he probably maybe he took his nephew to karate class one day or jujitsu class and dropped him off, and then the the instructor or the owner of the academy was there and he was like hey mr cage good to see you thanks for bringing your nephew in hey just want to let you know me and some of my pals over here we got some good connections with a studio over here in hollywood and we're putting together this little martial arts movie and you know it's just some of the other owners and, and we're just going to display a lot of martial arts we got a special effects guy coming in going to be bringing in like a predator type and we're going to make a fun little movie. And would you like to be in it? And Nick Cage is like, well, you know, I guess I'll support you guys. So, yeah, I'll be in the movie, you know. So they kind of throw this movie together. That, that's the way I envision this. Because otherwise, why? if he's just not doing somebody a favor, why would he do this movie? That's how, that, that, you just, it's a head scratcher. Why would he do a movie like this if he's just not helping somebody, doing them a favor? We've all had things in our jobs or in our personal lives or businesses where we just do a favor for somebody and we know it's not going to really be a big sell it's not going to make us any money but we're helping somebody out i really think that's what he was doing with jujitsu so at the end of the day i rated jujitsu three and a half stars and that's the very lowest by far out of all these movies okay <laughs> so go watch it if you want uh watch it at your own risk I hope you enjoy it. If you're a lover of martial arts, you'll probably really love it. But go watch Jiu-Jitsu if you want to. Okay, next on the list, going up from there, is a movie called Between Worlds. And Between Worlds was very interesting. Nicolas Cage played a truck driver. And he meets somebody at a truck stop, a, a lady, that can go out of her body. She can take her spirit out of her body, okay, and go to another place and another I don't think it's another time necessarily, but she can go to another place, okay? So so what ends up happening is he meets this lady because she he, he sees her at a truck stop and some guy is choking her in the bathroom stall and he thinks he's he thinks the lady's getting like uh, attacked or raped or something like that. So so he saves her and beats this guy's ass and then She's like, no, you ruined it. You know, it was actually, she has to get choked unconscious to have the out-of-body experience. So she was trying to go out of body, and I don't even remember what the reasoning was, okay? But she was trying to go out of body, and he screwed it up, and then he felt bad about it. And then he gives her a ride, and he takes her to her house. She's a truck driver too, by the way. Uh, for some reason, I can't remember why she needed a ride, but he takes her to... He takes her to her house somewhere in the south. I think it's Mississippi, Alabama. It's somewhere in the south. It's kind of that setting, okay? And and something happens with this woman's daughter. First of all, he shacks up with this lady, okay? They start they start fucking and they're shacking up and and then he goes to her house and her daughter gets in an accident. Her daughter's in the hospital, okay? So he takes her home, he takes her to her house in the south somewhere. He takes her to the to the house and and this woman's daughter who's like 20 years old, I think, like college age, but older than high school, but 
you know, not quite out on her own yet. She's like maybe 19, 20 years old. And she gets in some kind of motorcycle accident. She's in the hospital. They go up to the hospital. He goes up there with her because it's her daughter. And this is the one he's shacking up with now, you know. And so they go in there. And something weird, something really weird happens when they're in, in the... In the hospital again this is the movie between worlds okay starring Nicolas Cage between worlds and so he goes into the hospital with her and I guess the daughter had um, I think the daughter actually passed away that that's what had happened so but she comes back to life okay she passes away but she comes back to life so they take her home and strange things start happening okay now Nicolas Cage he's still shacking up with the mom okay the daughter is spending her own time recovering in her room and you know he's continuing continuing to be fucking the mom and and then one day okay this is the this is one of the best scenes right here one day they smoke a joint okay so i swear to you 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 and i swear to you i do believe that they were smoking a real joint Okay, I mean, there's acting, but then there's just people getting high. Okay, that that is two different things. Um, I've seen both. Okay, I've seen both in my life. And when Nicolas Cage and the co-star, God, I can't even remember her name. I'll look it up. But they sat there and they were smoking a joint. And I really don't think they were acting at that point. I really honestly think that they were just getting high. And they were being <laughs> recorded. For this movie for just smoking a joint and getting high that's really what it seemed like if you don't believe me go to that scene in the movie uh it's called between worlds the movie we're talking about right now is between worlds starring nicholas gage now here's what ends up happening in the movie as time goes on the daughter who's like 20 years old 19 20 years old she starts really becoming infatuated with nicholas cage's character and she is spying on her mother and him. Uh, she she gets him alone finally, and she starts putting the moves on him. And then she starts saying, "I'm actually not her daughter. I am your your wife. I'm back. See, his wife had died. His wife had died, and so now she was saying, your wife has her spirit has taken over my body, and I am actually your wife." Okay, and so we find out later how that happened. I won't spoil everything for you here, but in essence, that's exactly what happened, okay? So his ex-wife, I won't even say ex, his, his deceased wife, her spirit has gone into this, this girl's body, and this girl is the daughter of the woman that he is shacking up with and fucking, okay? And so he starts fucking the daughter, Okay, and uh, he he has some really, really Nick Cage moments. I mean, he's like going, woo, and you know, doing Nick Cage things. Well, he's like having this marathon fucking going on with this young girl, okay? So, and then of course, as you can imagine, the mom finds out what's happening. She's watching them. They're having the time of their lives. And then the story keeps going. It comes to a very crazy climactic ending that actually was quite of a letdown honestly um <laughs> the movie had a good idea and i think these are sometimes i think 
Mr. Cage will just do movies for whatever reason, and, like, I don't know how seriously he takes it. I mean, just over-the-top ridiculousness in some of this stuff, and he does it on purpose. And it is entertaining. I mean, we all have our Nick Cage moments. It's very entertaining. At the end of the day, though, I could only give that movie a 5, okay? Uh, the IMDb consensus was much lower than that. I could only give it a 5. And I think it just the way it ended, um, just the way that they wrapped up the story, it just kind of sucked at the end, unfortunately. Now, other parts of the movie were really good. There were some entertaining moments, and I still enjoyed it. I mean, at the end of the day, I still enjoyed it. Somebody had a good idea, it just didn't deliver. Okay, going up to the next one, Willy's Wonderland. Now, this one is pretty cool. I'm sure a lot of you guys are talking about this one. This was a very campy movie. This is Willy's Wonderland is one of those kind of movies where if you got a bunch of 13-year-olds at a slumber party, 13-year-old girls or boys, boys and girls, Maybe, I don't know if they'd be at the same slumber party, but um, <laughs> you catch my drift, okay? You, you know, it's just one of those campy movies or maybe high school kids on Halloween or something. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a campy movie. In, in essence, he gets caught in a small town and he owes somebody a debt because they had to fix his car. And so they said, well, you know, um, there's a little problem we have over here at this former family entertainment center. Uh, we've all been to Chuck E. Cheese when we were growing up. I, I, went, I used to go to a place called Showbiz Pizza. There was, you know, animatronics, right? You, you guys know what I'm talking about, the band, the gorilla, you know, and the mouse. And So it was one of those kind of places. But it had been shut down for a long time because apparently these animatronics had been uh, possessed by some sort of evil spirit and so Nicolas Cage had to go in and terminate and violently rid the place of all of those evil murdering animatronics and some of the high school kids in the t in the town were also involved and some of them were not so lucky to make it out alive I'll just put it like that so if you can imagine a Nicolas Cage that says very few words and just does this for about an hour and a half it was kind of entertaining it, it was it was pretty wild guys um it, it was kind of fun uh very campy very very much um one of those like again i'm just shaking my head i'm kind of wondering why he did this but obviously he has his reasons and if it wasn't nicholas cage it would suck but you know it was kind of cool because it was him and you know he's you know, he's fighting murderous animatronics for an hour and a half. So you got to love it. And he's drinking lots of soda. Lots of soda. You know, he's down in those sodas. We're talking like, I don't know what they were. I think they might have been like some kind of uh, grape flavored energy drink. Something like that. Okay, that's Willie's Wonderland, guys. I gave it a six and a half stars, okay? I'm going to touch on one more, Grand Isle. And, you know, this one, before I go any further, um... Willie's Wonderland, Between Worlds, and Jiu-Jitsu. Willie's Wonderland was, it was good enough for me. I liked it. Between Worlds and Jiu-Jitsu, Between Worlds had its moments. Jiu-Jitsu was pretty bad, guys. But, you know, these are th the worst. These are the worst out of the other ten. I mean, I gotta say, most of these movies that he's been making, out of these 17, I've liked them. I'm giving them seven stars or above on most of them. I really like them. So the next one that I'm going to go up, number seven out of these, this first ten here, I'm, I'm working up the rankings here. Number seven was a, a movie called Grand Isle. 
Now, I'm not real familiar with Grand Isle, Louisiana, but that's where this took place. Uh, I looked it up on Google Maps. I was like, what is Grand Isle? Where is this place? It's a beach. It's a beachside community. You have to cross a bridge to get there. It's down at the bottom of Louisiana on the Gulf Coast. And if you know anything about the Gulf Coast, guys, the Mississippi River goes out into the Gulf Coast, and everything west of the mouth of the Mississippi River, all the beaches west, are brown. And the water is cloudy because the Mississippi River dumps all of that silt into the Gulf. It all goes and flows toward Louisiana and Texas. That's why Texas beaches are brown. That's why Texas beach water is murky because it's all the Mississippi River water just going that way. Whereas if you go the other way, like toward Florida, Destin, Florida, and Pensacola, and Panama City and all that, all the beaches are white and the water's much clearer, okay? I don't know why I'm telling you all this. I'm a geography nerd, I guess. But this is Grand Isle is on kind of the darker, muddy side of the mouth of the Mississippi. So that's where this takes place, okay? It's 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 a beach community. I looked it up on Google Maps now. If they actually filmed it there or not, I'm not so sure. I don't think they actually filmed it there. I think they had some aerial shots to make you think they filmed it there. But this was a very interesting interesting story, okay? Kelsey Grammer, as we all know, played Fraser Crane in the hit TV series Fraser, which I'm a huge fan. I loved Fraser. Fraser was awesome. I really think I moved to Seattle just because of Fraser. I, I really thought it would be just like, um, like it was in Frasier, but obviously it's nothing like that. That was a fictional studio show. I digress, but I'm going forward here. And Kelsey Grammer was a police officer, like a detective, you know, like a, a cop in this small town, a detective cop. And and the movie starts out. So he he's interviewing this young man. There's a young man probably in his mid to, to to younger 20s he's probably you know if i had to guess like 24 25 young man he does handiwork he just got married just had a baby and he needs he, he gets a job you know his wife is um you know they just their baby's only six months old okay if you have kids you know what that's like the marriage is um still pretty fresh um you know he's this young man age 25 he's pretty sexually frustrated okay he's at that age where he's got the high sex drive and then the wife is feeling a little unattractive and you know they haven't done it in a while you know they they talk you know it, that's that's what the movie's about they haven't done it in a while he's getting pretty frustrated so he goes to take a job over at Nicolas Cage's house god and I can't remember his character's name so sorry uh, but over at Nicolas Cage's house he goes to fix a fence over there and when he gets over there, um, you know, it's kind of the opposite situation with Nick Cage and his wife. And the, this is an older couple, you know, they're in their, I would say, 50s probably. And it, it's kind of, it, you know, they're also having marital problems. You know, the, the woman, she is kind of, you know, it's kind of flipped at that point. Like, she's really got her, she's got the high sex drive, right, you know. And he's just not, Nick, Nick Cage is just not that interested in his wife you know but she just really is just hard up for some action so she sees this young guy this 25 year old good-looking dude that used to play college athletics and he's he's uh, also got that same drive you know so you can kind of see where this could be going here a little bit right so he starts to fix the fence and and Nick Cage he's a crazy marine ex-marine he's got he 
he gets his gun, he shows off, and he scares this young man. And, and um, now he's not quite done with the fence. And he's like, hey, I'll finish it another day. And Nick Cage is like, no, you're going to finish it today, buddy. And he's already scared the shit out of this guy, right, this young man. So now while this is happening, a hurricane is coming, okay? There's a big hurricane coming toward Grand Isle, Louisiana. And the young man is forced to stay in the house for shelter. Okay, so once they get into the house for shelter, you know, Nick, Nick Cage, he's just really direct with this young man. He goes, I know you want to fuck my wife. You know, he's just like straight up, right? And you can tell the wife really wants to fuck him, right? You know, that that's happening um, at some point is what you're starting to think. Okay, now... The reason that Kelsey's Kelsey Grammer's character is interviewing this young guy and it keeps flashing back is because, or flashing forward, is because obviously something really bad happened and so he's being questioned by the detective. You know, he's got blood on his shirt. So the story is, is happening at this house and it keeps flashing forward to where he's getting questioned by the detective, okay? And some crazy shit ends up happening just kind of imagine it there's drinking involved Nicolas Cage is a wild former marine that likes to play with his guns his wife is really hard up for some action this young man's really hard up for some action uh, there's drinking involved Nick Cage passes out at some point uh, this woman this southern woman who's super hard up and needs it really bad is like bathing in a tub at some point uh, taking this young man around the house um, and uh, he's he, oh and so you can just start to use your imagination to see you know where some things could be going with the story uh, and then there is a room in the house that he's not allowed to go in it's a very secretive room it's the basement okay something some crazy shit's going on down there in that basement okay that that's all that that, that that's one thing that we figured out here but we don't know what's going on down there in the basement Okay, so up to this point, the movie's about 80%. The movie's about 80% over, and I probably would have given this movie an 8. Maybe even an 8.5. Mm, probably just an, probably no more than an 8, but an 8 nonetheless. I probably would have given this movie an 8. But about the last 10 to 15% of the movie, you know, we finally figure out what's going on in that basement. And uh, it was pretty wacky and wild. I mean, it was... Why, why am I doing Johnny Carson? Why am I saying wacky and wild? I'm not... Anyway, it was pretty crazy. Pretty disturbing what was happening in that basement. And and then kind of the way that they wrapped it all up uh, with the with the deliverance of the, the climax and the ending, um, I think it just kind of fell a little short. Uh, but nonetheless, it was a good enough movie for me. I enjoyed it. And I give that movie a 7. So that's Grand Isle. I give that movie a 7. So that is 4 right there. Uh, next one we're going to hit up is uh, The Crudes, A New Age, where he did a voice of one of the lead ensemble characters, the dad. Uh, animated show, The Crudes, A New Age. Uh, we're going to hit up Running with the Devil, him and... Um, oh, Lawrence Fishburne, okay? Lawrence Fishburne co-stars Running with the Devil. We're going to hit that one up next. We're going to hit up... A score to settle which I really liked I really liked and keep in mind we're going higher in my ratings okay and we'll hit the color out of space and if we have time well that's about 
four right there. So if we have time, we'll hit the hit up the color out of space and kill chain. Kill chain was my number one out of the first ten. I really liked kill chain, so we're gonna talk about that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Um, I was listening to myself yesterday, and my first podcast. God, I thought I lost more of my Texas accent. I really did. I I can't believe I still hear it in my own voice when I listen to myself. Um, I I thought most of it was gone. Um, you know, honestly, I lost most of it when I lived in Austin. I, I, I was born in West Texas. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. We'll hit up four more movies next time. Hope you appreciate it. And go watch some of these movies, guys. These are pretty good movies. They're already streaming for free on your platforms, I'm sure. Talk to you later.